Hello, and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Caroline. And today we are recapping episode three, uh, well, <laughs> woof, uh, season three episode, whoops, um, <laughs> season two, <laughs> episode three of the Pretty Little Liars. I don't remember what it's called. It's called My Name is Trouble. We're off to a good start. <laughs> Story of Caroline's life these days. My name's Fr- Don't even say that. I'm having a lot of bad luck, okay? This week is really bad luck. I know. Central. <laughs> Did you see the um, the TikTok I just sent you? You send me 50 a day, so I don't know if I saw the one you just sent me, but I've watched some of the ones you sent me today. Well, I sent you some cute wedding ones, but this one was of Catherine Cohen explaining. Yeah, you sent one that was actually insane. You sent me a wedding TikTok. Mm-hmm. You're actually trying to thwart my relationship. You're trying to ruin my marriage before it even begins. <laughs> because heck? Phoebe sent me a TikTok that was like, you should get coffee with your fiance the morning of your wedding. As if you don't know the cardinal rule of getting married is that you don't see the groom after the rehearsal dinner. In, in the wedding dress. No, you don't see them at all. You have to spend the night separate and you don't see them the whole time up till the wedding. Or if you're doing a first look until the first look. That's a superstition. It's not just the dress that you cannot see each other. Oh, I just thought it was so cute. I I just It's not that cute. Also, she <laughs> must not have anything to do. Her wedding must not be very fun because I'm going to be busy. Okay. Well, I'm sorry I'm going to be busy the morning of my wedding. So So I apologize. Thank you for your ill wishes on my marriage, <laughs> but keep them to yourself next time. Uh the other thing you sent me that was cute. But uh just use judgment, if you would, before you um, send me <laughs> bullshit. Before you try to invade was. my phone, invade my life, invade my brain with your little bullshit. Anyway, it was Catherine Cohen explaining what? Um, why everything is going wrong. Because Mercury's in retrograde? It's because all of the planets are you just have to conspiring watch like, against like us. Li- and they're doing a little song and dance up there in space. I mm. actually was thinking about space the other day. And huh. I was thinking about something you've said about space, which is oh. space is up and also around. <laughs> which and also not real. Well, that yes, because I'm here's famous the thing. for saying that. <laughs> something is really I been famously believe space me, is not real. Sorry. Causing me anxiety and worry is that how are we up? How is Earth? I don't understand, like, what ha- would happen if, like, Earth decided to fall? Like, where would we go? What's down? Down. Like, it's just called just- down. <laughs> also, that's not going to happen, idiot. But thank you for sharing your anxieties <laughs> well, on this space- podcast. This is now a mental health podcast. <laughs> To be fair, Caroline, space also is real. No, it isn't. (laughs) Okay. Hey, NASA, the jig is up. (laughs) Okay. Space is capital, not capital, real, not real. Be real. I want to be not real. (laughs) You tell space to be real. They're like, we're not real. We can't be real if we tried. I'm like, I know. (laughs) Space isn't real. However, Mercury Mm. in retrograde is real. And I'm not going to explain how. I'm not going to explain how space isn't real, what the planets are. But it isn't real. 
Um, and I, and it's not real because, well, I don't, I don't have time to talk about why. You know what? You don't need to talk about why. You don't I don't need, need to. to because you I don't think owe anybody. We all get it. You're right. But I don't. You're, I do you know what? what? You're right. Your, I don't. What's your big three? Okay, I'm so glad you asked. Um, I am an Aries sun. Shocker. Who's surprised? Uh, <laughs> I am a Libra moon <gasps> and a Scorpio rising. <laughs> I know. I That's know. Troublesome. Troublesome I- <laughs> because I also famously don't super get along with Scorpios. Like, I don't knock it along with them. Mm. But we have like very weird um, relationships. But so yeah, I'm a Scorpio rising. Um, what about you? What are your big three? I'm a Sagittarius sun. Yeah, which I don't I, agree with, but go on. Okay, wait. I haven't either. But then At I was all. talking to someone about it the other day, and we were like really reading into it. Mm-hmm. And I think that I just don't present as one, but it's not my it's not my rising. So it makes sense. There are parts of me that I really do see in it. I think Yeah, that but like your sun is like your main one but it's not how you present but oh my god you're saying that i present as a scorpio but you are i don't know for you it's you're such an aries i don't know i'm such an if anyone doesn't believe in the zodiac me being an aries should change your mind (laughs) because i like most aries every single thing i love aries are very i do too you know well it's my rising Ah. So I don't know if that means I'm egotistical, but I do. I've always had a lot of Aries in my life. As an Aries, though. Me either. That's what's interesting. And then my moon is a Libra. Shocker. Okay. Whoa, Phoebe. Yeah. I I wonder what Lilies are. Fires. I'm gonna text her. Um. You know, there's a saying that Aries. There's a saying. In the Zodiac world, they say that Aries and Sagittarius are like the best match. It can either be like an amazing, amazing match, or it can be like not a match especially romantically Mm. and i've always like had always had tension with sagittarius um (laughs) (laughs) is this awkward now this is is awkward because i'm a sagittarius and so is our dad (laughs) (laughs) well (laughs) i've never really been able to figure them out um (laughs) and i'm and i'm just speaking candidly here um and then so i was like okay i'm supposed to like marry a sagittarius so i really tried to make it work with one of my boyfriends who's a sagittarius matt (laughs) you guys know matt um (laughs) i really tried to make it work with him fuck you matt i really tried it was guys she really the biggest nightmare (laughs) i really i really tried (laughs) And that was a nightmare. And so then I was like, I'm sworn off Sagittarius's. Except, I guess, this podcast. Yeah, and then she stopped talking to me. And, and now we do the podcast. This is the first time we've spoken, actually, in a long time. This is the only time we talk, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't speak unless we're recording. You want to have a conversation? You're calling me? You're calling me? Are you recording? Because unless you're recording, hang out the fucking phone. <laughs> Not interested. Not interested. Um, Guys, on, I'm texting the Lily. rumor has it I was not invited to the wedding. Don't say rumor has it if mom's listening because she's going to start talking about One Republic. (laughs) Oh, my God. Every time she hears the song, anything, she's like, rumor has it. Did you know One Republic wrote that? I'm like, yeah, I know because you told me the whole story. Mom, let's also be clear. One Republic, the band, did not write it. (laughs) (laughs) Just that guy does. (laughs) Um, Really quick, 
really quick, should we talk about The Bachelorette, though? Uh, yeah, we should. Okay. We should. Tino and Rachel. Let's just talk about Tino and Rachel. I actually... Okay, I was shocked. So I listened to the Game of Roses podcast. Mm-hmm. And they're normally pretty rational about everything. And mm-hmm. I'd say they've been, like, somewhat tough on Rachel. They haven't been, like... Which, I don't know. Like, who I hasn't? Can't, I can't stand her at this point in the season. I'm sorry. I'm sure she's a wonderful person. I just can't stand... Like, her in the show I didn't love. I have the ick for her as... I have the I have the ick for her and for Tino. Well, I was never into Tino. Also, what I'm going to say, though, is that it's really a shame. Because some of these bachelorettes and bachelors, it's like the best thing you could have done is just cap it after your entrance on the bachelor or the you know like after you were a contestant the best thing you could have done because people are rooting for you at that point Mm -hmm. and then it's like uh you don't want to i don't know it's such a risk it's like they just need and and they just need a bachelor or a bachelorette who like (laughs) the fans can root for and like we have not had that for a while and I don't think we're getting it. I, the The Game of Roses, they've been like, the only way they're going to sh- save this franchise is if Tyler Cameron comes back and is The Bachelor. That's the only way we're going to get back to the star power that it used to have. It used to be, I mean, it used to be, so, you, you would have a million followers if you were The Bachelor. I know. Rachel barely has 500,000. So what do you think the actual, like, root of like okay, because I feel like during the argument between Tino and Rachel, there was something that they weren't addressing. Yeah, I have no clue what that is. I literally have no family? clue. I don't know. I think or it's politics? something. It, mm, I don't know. It's got to be something that would make them both look bad. Because. Yeah. He didn't bring it up either, and he went into that room ready to throw her under the bus. Which I was 100%, a bad percent. Uh, yeah, I one hundred percent believe that man brought that notebook because he knew she wasn't going to get back together with him, and he knew it was going to be like character assassination. He was like, mm, "I'm not going down without a fight. I'm completely going to turn this around on her, and like blindside her." And I don't think she expected him to do that at yeah, all. Either she was. J- it felt. Like that couple in high school who was always fighting and always breaking up with each other. Like mm. watching them fight, it was like I feel like I'm in high school watching like two. Yeah, it was like not like even people fun. Fight. No, it was it was and I think that Rachel really wanted it to be her yeah. Becca moment or her Hannah moment. And it was especially when she stood up with the ring and she was like I wanted to do this once. I was like, Rachel, you just I embarrassed know. me so much. Because I know you practiced that in the mirror. And you just, and then Tino goes, then don't give up. I was so I irritated by the whole thing. The whole in thing. In that moment, that was the first time I saw Tino, like, actually want to be with her. That was the first time I was like, oh, he really wants to be with her. Yeah. Even after all this. Because he was like, no, 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 don't give up. Like, he, like, yeah. kind of freaked oh out when God. she and did the, that. Uh, the proposal. Like, I was yeah, like, I don't. Do you have emotions, Tino, at all? I have the ick for both of them. I just, I think this happens so often is that like the lead on that show is so concerned with whatever, like ending in a proposal or 
Mm-hmm. I don't even know what it is. Ending with like the guy who's like the safer option is really what I think it is. It's like the safer option, the one that's not going to embarrass them, the one that like they feel like is actually within their reach. Because I, I saw, we saw it with Hannah Brown, where like her runner up was Tyler Cameron. I'm sorry. It. And then she chose the hack, Jed Wyatt, over him. And it's like, well, Hannah, I think, thought. Tyler's got to be a fuck boy. If we were in real life, he wouldn't want to be with me. I don't know if this is going to work. Like the only reason he wants to be with me is because I'm the bachelorette and everyone here has to want to be with me. But like in real life, I don't, I think he's out of my league. I think that's what she thought. And I think she thought Jed was right on par with her. And like, that was like more her style and it was less of a risk. She thought, and if she would have accepted Tyler Cameron's proposal, they would have gotten married. I think they'd still be married. I agree. I 100% think this. It's so, it's such a weird, I was going to say. But what I think happened with Rachel and Tino, I don't know what the unspoken thing is, but I think she was unhappy. She wanted a reason to break up with him, Mm -hmm. but she wasn't going to do it because after she embarrassed herself on national television about, I need a proposal, I need a proposal. So I'm going to send home anyone who isn't definitely going to give me that right away. She wasn't going to embarrass herself. So she needed a reason to break up with him. And she kept trying to push him to the edge and he wouldn't break. And then finally he does this, which she, if she wanted to be with him, I think she would have been like, okay, let's figure out how to push this under the rug. Like, I think she would have been like, I'm not going to be embarrassed. She didn't, she wanted out. So she wanted to have this big fight where she could look like the good guy and he could look like the bad guy. And like, she could have this like story that ended. It was like, oh, poor Rachel. She wanted this so bad and this happened, but that's not what we got. Like, yeah, they both came out looking real bad. And she was just talking in circles. Like I was like, Uh, she's like, don't you think that I'm owed? And it's like, you've said that 5,000 times. He's not going to give you the answer you want. Every time he opens his mouth at AFR and at the, that initial conversation, he would open his mouth and she'd be like, are you really going to say that to me right now? Do you hear the words coming out of your mouth? He hasn't said anything. Yeah. (laughs) But like, listen, he was, he's a hundred percent in the wrong. Mm -hmm. When him being like, it was the tiniest thing. It's like, no, it isn't. You cheated on your fiance. That's actually a really big thing. (laughs) Yeah. And like, she has every right to not want to be with you, but this entire, it just felt gross. Like I was like, I I honestly was like, I don't even want to watch this. It felt really, it didn't have the satisfaction, the fucked up satisfaction of like the Hannah Brown and because because she was trying so hard it was like what we've seen the whole season and unfortunately rachel has made herself not that likable yeah so like the engagement at this point we weren't rooting for her nick made a good point on his podcast of like what andy said to him in fantasy suites of like do not make me be the first bachelorette that doesn't get engaged and even since andy there has not been like none of the bachelorettes have not gotten engaged. So I, I had never even thought about that pressure of it. Cause I always am like, well, what's the problem? Like to me, it seems like it would be more, I would rather just find someone I want to date for a while after. Mm-hmm. And then if we get engaged, we get engaged, but like putting it in that perspective of like not getting the show and engagement and being the first bachelorette to do that. Yeah. That's a lot. I think it was on Nick's podcast where he was like, the couples that end up dating stay mm-hmm. together like Rachel and Matt except for the, yeah or you know what go on paradise because those couples stay together more too because it's more like the real world 
Oh my God. It looks disgusting. I can't wait. I'm realizing that like, I'm excited. I'm so excited. I think it's going to be great, but we are kind of coming out of this golden age of like, it's a lot of, of people that I just characters. don't really care about. I know, but maybe this will make us care about them. I mean, I, I'm so excited. Justin's on. I love Justin. He's like yeah. one of my favorite. Like if I was on paradise, I would be all in on Justin. I was at the Ben Platt concert on Sunday and I check my Instagram stories and I see Sasha Peterson has posted. I click on it. Oh. Where is she? Nashville, freaking Tennessee. She was on Broadway. I was on Broadway. I was almost like Savannah for the podcast. I think I might have to leave. Like I Whoa. might have to go hunting. I didn't. Hunting. But she was in Nashville, guys. Can you believe? I know. She was there for like a friend's bachelorette, it looked like. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> that is so upsetting to me. That is crazy. I think I would, if I, if here's what it would look like if I met her or if I saw her at a bar from across the way, I'd look at her and I'd go, uh-huh. I see you. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, guys. The moment you've all been waiting for. I see you. You sound go just ahead and like screen, her. Go ahead and screen record that for your new ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> I do, before we start with the show, I have something brave to say. Mm. Okay. Okay. Can we make space for this? I am. I'm not talking. Okay. Is it bad? I don't know. Are you quitting? <laughs> quitting the podcast. <laughs> no. Uh, yep. We are searching for a new co-host. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. This is what it is. All right. So whales are my favorite animal. Holy shit. <laughs> that's not what i'm that's not what it is i'm just that's something you need to know like i love whales and i also the other day what you're about to say no i also love the titanic like i really had this weird fascination as a kid (laughs) with the titanic which makes sense why oh my birthday is the day the titanic hit the iceberg so we're connected um (laughs) my birthday is like a tragic day actually lots of bad things happen (laughs) including me so (laughs) i love the titanic um and i've been watching this docu-series on whales on the national geographic part of disney plus and i love it love 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 i'm learning so much Anthony and I were watching and he was like, oh, this is why you love whales so much because you just it's bringing you closer to the Titanic. You're like, what did they know? They know something about it that (laughs) I don't. There's a shred of information I have yet to learn, which is a good point. Um, But here's something that I also like I knew whales were mammals. I knew that, too. And that's why, like, you can't have whales in captivity because they're mammals or something. I know they right. They are mammals. I I don't know if that's why. They're just big. It's hard to have. No, there's like a rule. You can't. No, I know. But I think it's because it's not safe because they're so big. They are big, you guys. Like, <laughs> they're bigger than I thought. Even. Guys, I don't know Some if you've heard. Them. I don't know if you've heard. Sperm but whales? whales? Holy shit. It's the biggest mammal on earth. A whale. They are so big. The sperm whales, though, because they're thick. It's crazy. Okay. Anyway, I've been learning all these really cool things about whales and that they're just so special and I love them so much and they're so smart. You know, sperm whales, their brains are six times the size of ours. They have the biggest brain of anything on earth. Does that make them smart though? I think it does. Like, Are what's they smarter going on than in there? dolphins? <laughs> what's going on in there? All the information about the Titanic. Oh my God, they're storing it. Exactly. Oh my it's God. It's waiting to be tapped. Okay. 
but here's what it is. Okay. Last <laughs> last night I was laying in bed with Anthony and I was watching this docu-series and we were on the, uh, which were we on the beluga? Oh, another cool thing about sperm whales, they sleep like standing up. I mean, they're not standing up, but they're like fully upright. Huh. It's, it's, it's jarring. vertical. Look, uh-huh. Look up sperm whale sleeping. It's. <laughs> Look up it's sperm whale standing up. It's, in, it's insane. Okay. I, it must have been the beluga whale section or no, maybe the narwhal. I'm not, I also love those. Um, but what I realized is, you know, I didn't know a piece of information. And so I Googled privately, can, <laughs> can whales breathe underwater? Phoebe, what do you think the answer is? Uh, my gut response to an, an animal that lives in the sea is that, yes, it can breathe underwater. Okay, so it turns out this is a brave a brave moment for me and Phoebe because she doesn't know either. They well, do can't. They come to, do they come to the they surface? They can't breathe, breathe underwater. They're mammals. Yes, they have to come to the surface to breathe. They can only hold their breath for 60 minutes. What a miserable life. They have to be underwater. They dive so deep. They can't breathe under there. If their blowhole got water in it, they would drown. I know. And I, a whale aficionado, I joined Greenpeace online when I was in middle school. Proudly told my mom. She was like, okay, they do some questionable stuff. So <laughs> be, care be careful. I didn't know whales don't breathe underwater. <laughs> then he just texted me and Phoebe. <laughs> ah, he said, I remember a long time ago when this was a Pretty Little Liars podcast. <laughs> and then he said, in quotes, they can't breathe underwater. They're mammals. They sleep standing up. <laughs> guys, this is a whale podcast now. Okay, but be honest. Did you guys know that? Any of that? No, please be honest about it too. Don't lie to make us feel dumb. I already feel dumb. <laughs> That's why I said it was a brave announcement. I don't feel that dumb about it. But I think that's well, a lot you, about but you, you and a lot wrong. about me. I literally, well, yeah, because I'm a know-it-all. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'm a very proud know-it-all. I know nothing. <laughs> yeah, so um, I did look that up. And I knew, I knew when I was Googling last night, I was like, I can't let Anthony see my phone. I can't let him know what I'm Googling because I have a feeling they can't. And I have a feeling I should know that. And then I said to Anthony, did you realize they can't breathe underwater? And he was like, yeah. He's, <laughs> so, like, uh -huh. he's like, I, I did. And so that's, that's sort of that. Um, anyway, definitely recommend the docuseries. I'm loving it. It is putting me in such a good headspace going to bed. Like I have not been having nightmares. Good. Which is I'm so glad. <laughs> exciting for me. So it's just really calming because it's like ocean sounds, but like, yeah, but and like also the deep like sea kind of freaks me out. Yeah, but it's not really the deep sea, like because they well, have. I guess to they can't go that the deep. Surface. <laughs> yeah, they only dive like sometimes. Like they can't go that deep. I'm so glad that we've <laughs> no. I'm so glad that we've discussed all of this and you guys have learned so much. Now we're going mm -hmm. to probably make our brains regress a little bit. If we're going to talk about pretty little liars. Yeah. Um, this is no I longer a, a nature podcast. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe when we finish the show, we'll be a, 
will be a zoology podcast. Oh, someone was like, Gossip Girl's got to be next. It's got to be the You Know You Love Me podcast. I love that we're not alone of like. I know. I was like, of thinking do we? But I know because I have been wondering like, what will we do when we run out? But and the reality is it will be years. Um, If we do a Gossip Girl podcast, I actually want to know this. If we did transition at the end of Pretty Little Liars to a Gossip Girl podcast, number one. Would our same listeners be interested in that? Would we make you want to watch the show? If you've already watched it, would you want to listen or would you be like, I'm out? And number two, do we change the name or do we That's just keep the I name and make wondering. it the Gossip Girl edition? I think we would have to keep the name. I think so too. Just so we don't lose anybody. I think so. In the, like, yeah. in the transition, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But. Anyway. All right, Phoebe, would you like to kick us off with a recap from last week? Yeah. Unfortunately, here's a little preface. Caroline, make sure that that all recorded. I am. Okay. Phenomenal. Um, so this episode, for some reason, doesn't have, like, a recap. That's normally how we do it. We, like, take notes and then read those. But this one doesn't have one. So I have the IMDB, like, synopsis. Fuck. <laughs> synopsis of the of the episodes i'm just gonna try to embellish what i remember it says emily struggles with her family's impending move to texas you'll remember that she was talking to that guy from danby and is like lying to him and to her mom about everything that's going on with that she's really trying to stay in rosewood spencer tries to be supportive of toby's construction plans but toby gets fired from his first job because the mom doesn't want him in the house like with her daughter because he's still like a creep and spencer goes full karen mode and her rav4 ezra begs aria to work things out but is there anything to left to say absolutely there were things left to say because she runs out into the parking lot and they make out in the literal school parking lot also something to note how could we ever forget aria's standoff with i almost said her standoff with the shoe it wasn't with the shoe but the shoe was essentially a character in the scene there have been break-ins in the in rosewood going on the fields this house is broken into then we see that someone is broken into the hastings house Arya just walks right in then a hooded figure freaking flying squirrel jumps off of the stairs and pushes her into a table and caroline hasn't posted the reference pictures yet but when she posts that she'll post the entire video so you guys can enjoy it other than that I can't think of anything else going on. So I hope that was enough for you. And let's get into it. Episode three of season two. Um, I just want to say first mm-hmm. that I like, okay, in the Marin scene, I'm getting like the ick for actors. Does that make sense? Of like, mm-hmm. I saw a video from the set of Don't Worry Darling that is like mm-hmm. a filming of them doing the scene and i I am so like deeply uncomfortable (laughs) imagining that that's what's going on of like it's completely silent and like thinking about like ashley benson having to like do these facial expressions is absolutely (laughs) turning me off the show yeah you can't think about it too much but imagine being an actor there's nothing worse there's nothing worse than just like standing there you it's only not humiliating because you have to be so committed to whatever it is and like there are some humiliating roles i've played a few of them and you can either be humiliated or you can like commit so hard that you just aren't 
also it helps if you're really good at it. <laughs> Which everyone in this show is not, but but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, I just had to get that out of the way. Like I after seeing that video, it's like a, it's a video of when Harry Styles like gets home from work and it's mm. like them just like talking and kissing and flirting and it's you can like see all the cameras and everybody mm-hmm. moving around and I'm like this is so yeah uncomfortable but anyway alas maybe the girls are having a similar moment in this first scene as they're watching this film they're in (laughs) our classic rosewood theater or so we think what's wild to me is i'm sorry like hannah maron's not watching a black and white film no you know she said absolutely no i won't go but i guess it's the only place they can be to like talk together privately it's incredible that they just assumed no one else would be in this theater did they rent the theater out like what are the logistics here you know it doesn't make any sense it's almost like it's not real anyway so all the girls they're like talking about jason Spencer's just filling them in she's like melissa's definitely been leaving to see ian on foot and i think maybe jason is hiding ian at their house um because it has to be somewhere that she could walk to and so hannah goes you need to get her one of those dog collars the ones that zap you <laughs> and, and or is he <laughs> hannah which I'm like, no, <laughs> Hannah's on to something here. <laughs> yeah. um, and then something that I'm certain will like appear in my nightmares tonight mm. is that we see a hooded figure in the back of the oh. movie theater. My God. Yeah. Well, and so Spencer's the only one who sees it first. At first. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then it like kind of disappears. Yeah. And then it's closer. They turn around and it's like two rows behind them instead of like six. And then... They're like, someone's here, and they get up to leave. Hannah can't find her shoe, and suddenly, like, the... I know. She has her shoes off in the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's actually great. That's it actually a disgusting like thing. Do you know how like sticky I can't find my other movie shoe. theater floors are? Hannah, why is one of your shoes off? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how sticky? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, just keep your shoes on when you're in public <laughs> is a good rule of thumb, I believe. So then, like, the screen, it looks like it's, like, melting, basically. And the hooded figure is in front of the screen putting a flashlight, like, pointing it at their faces, I guess, so they can't see him. And they go, Ian? And they think it's Ian. And this hooded figure lunges (laughs) over the seats to, like, attack them. It's very much giving what happened last episode. It this is. seems to be their like mode of transportation, which is just like up and flying down. Yes, just lunges, lots of like dementor behavior from Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's surprising this is not Arya's dream, considering that's yeah, how it Spencer, ends. Why? Oh, just by so the way, connected. it's a dream. <laughs> we, Spencer <laughs> oh, yeah. then, Spencer wakes, then up. wakes up. She and I have something in common, it seems. <laughs> we both she have debilitating nightmares. Okay. Okay. <laughs> She's self control. <laughs> okay. Wow. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Ouchie. <laughs> Whoa, ow, my feelings. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> anyway, Spencer wakes up to Melissa, like, frantically searching the room for her like, wedding Caroline, just, just in case you were ever wondering, if you did this to me, or if, certainly if I did this to you, it would be death, no questions asked. What? On what planet are you searching between couch cushions that someone is laying on asleep? With well, a, I think she's a flashlight, too. I mean, look, if you lost your wedding ring, that would be a scary moment. Um. So then Melissa is, like, searching for her wedding ring. 
and Spencer sees that her phone is ringing. And so she's like, do you want me to get that? And Melissa freaks out, grabs the phone and is like, hey, I'm not alone. Wait till I get upstairs. I'm like, okay, Melissa, great way to be. Yeah, it's like, don't say that. Not suspicious. <laughs> if you want to be now shady. Spencer immediately wants to hear the conversation. Yeah, you know, you have a nosy ass little sister. Like, why are you saying like you're letting her know this is a conversation you don't want to have with someone else listening? So automatically she's going to want to know everything. Hello. It's yes. human nature. And she does. Spencer approaches the staircase in her sleeping jumpsuit. <laughs> I've got the daytime. So the, the daytime jumpsuit, the playtime jumpsuit, the bathing jumpsuit, and the sleeping jumpsuit. <laughs> Those are the ones I have at least. Um. <laughs> does, does Melissa say Ian on the phone? No. I don't okay. think so. I thought I heard maybe her say Ian at the, like Ian at the end, but then I, I couldn't be sure. I'm like still pretty certain Ian's dead. What if he, Phoebe? Yeah, I'm saying what if he's not dead? That's what they're all saying. So if Melissa st- thinks she's talking to Ian, like it's, it could be Ian, not someone <laughs> doing an impression of Ian. No. <laughs> Phoebe's like somebody wants to dialect class to talk just like Ian. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not what I'm saying. I just mean like. Someone surgically removed the voice box from Ian (laughs) and put it into their own body so that they could sound exactly like Ian. That's original sin type stuff right there. That's true. That's one of my friends just started watching original sin and she said exactly the same thing. She was like, is skin scheduling these texts? Literally what's going on? What app are you using to schedule your content skin? Because I would like to know. (laughs) Anyway, so then that's basically that. We go to a Marin morning scene, and this one is frightful. For the first time, a Marin morning scene is not magnificent and miraculous. It's not soothing. It's not calming. It's not the right way to start your day. I was trying to keep going with the alliteration. Oh, I didn't even realize you were doing alliteration. Okay, awesome. What did you say? I said Marin morning, miraculous, magnificent. Oh, see, like the M isn't like a powerful one. You could get like a C. Caroline Connell, for example. (laughs) (laughs) Like that one's like, we know that. But M is just so gentle. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay, anyway. So Anna walks downstairs and hears laughter. Immediately she's jarred. And so we're upset. (laughs) We're we're just like, this is a horrible morning at the Marin house. She comes down and hears laughter. It's like that is a sound that typically brings joy, but not today, not to us, um, because it's Tom. It's it's uh, Hannah's daddy, and he is talking to Ew. whatever. He's talking to Ashley Marin, and they're like cracking up, and he's like, I love her. Who? Who could you possibly be talking about so sweetly with your ex-wife? Like, I want to be like, I want to smack Ashley be like, wake up. Do you not remember he cheated on you? Ruined your life. You're so sad about it. Like, you're not going to get him back. Wake up. Um, Hannah comes down. She's just not fooled by this. She's like, um, hi. What's going on? Like, why are you here? And her dad's like, well, I thought I would take you to school. She's like, well, Mona takes me. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's <laughs> what I heard. Yes, I, um, well, I'll call next time or like maybe Monday or next week. And Hannah's just like, whatever. Hannah's hair looks amazing, by the way. Fresh blowout. Um, and so he leaves, kisses her on the head and leaves. And Hannah's like, okay, what's up? Like, why are we doing <laughs> this? Why are you like going to get him special hazelnut creamer for his coffee? Which is a good point. Why are we going out of our way to do nice things for this person? 
Like you can and make him a cup in the morning if he stops. Yeah, if by, you've but got like, some to have anyway. The stuff there, that's weird. I, it's like you went out and Sorry, got that Ashley. specifically for him. That makes it, me sad for you. It makes me sad for you, and it's also like. It's also like there's nothing promised with this guy. So you're just assuming he's going to come by in the morning if you do that. Mm -hmm. If you have his creamer ready. And then it's like he's going to know because you were married. So he probably knows that you don't use that. And And then he's going to be like, you got this for me. You're obsessed with me. (laughs) He's a narcissist. I would even feel differently if he weren't engaged. Like he's getting married. I know. If it's, y'all were it's both so single, slimy. it would feel, if it was like Byron and Ella, I'd feel differently. Yeah. Yeah. What is it with these shitty dads? No. Oh, oh, but Ashley does have a great line that I need to say because I don't agree with it at all, but it's like a powerful line if you do. She says, Hannah, we don't need to, just because somebody like did some, made a mistake, we don't need to permanently delete them from our phone book. Things and people, or things change and people grow. I just butchered That's that quote. certainly certainly not caroline vibes no 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 someone makes a mistake no i am permanently deleting them from my phone book actually though phoebe i don't know because you are getting a little bit into the spirit the vengeful spirit it's because i watched do revenge oh yeah i haven't watched that yet you know what sometimes people deserve it i'm so busy here's a good idea if you don't know my political standings at this point then that's on you wait i do want to make it clear i'm a democrat (laughs) yeah (laughs) I just want everyone to know that revenge doesn't have to be this big thing. It can be something Small, that's petulant little, and a slow burn. Incessant. Yes. Yeah. It's like, just you like know what? Makes their day a little bit worse. It's like you could, you could cast a spell on someone that's like, I want you to get run over by a car. Or you could cast a spell on someone that's like, I want you to have something in your eye for the rest of your life. Like, Okay, that is going to drive them insane slowly. It's going to be a slow burn. And then you can like add little things in, you know, like I'm also going to make sure that like your car AC doesn't work anymore, no matter what you do. And you're going to move to Dallas, Texas for a job and your car AC will never work. I want little things like that. Phoebe had a great idea, which was why don't you sign these people up? Well, I can't say it because what if I do it? It's it's a great idea, though, guys. Anonymity also is power in these mm-hmm, things. It's, mm-hmm. it's like these things that are annoying them, but they don't know who, like what, why it's happening, or yeah, or anything. And they like can't that. prove so it's really going to drive you. them crazy. Exactly. Yeah, and then you can make them look crazy. And be like, oh yeah, I haven't. Why would you think I would? What do are you that? talking about? Oh my god, you're obsessed with me. We haven't spoken in years. What? I know. What? Yeah, exactly all right let's move on so we're in the bathroom and it's emily washing her hands and then this girl leaves and at the same exact time all three girls barge out of the stalls and i it made me laugh and then emily's like washing her hands and she asks hannah for some lotion and Hannah's like yeah you really need it with those hands speaking of hands actually oh my god i have so much to say oh my god we didn't talk about melissa's horrible comments about hands (laughs) i I thought you were just gonna skim over that (laughs) it was triggering for me yeah melissa some people aren't pregnant and their hands look like that (laughs) shut up your hands do not me and the king of england (laughs) oh my god (laughs) phoebe connell your hands do not look like his hands and if you guys haven't seen his nasty ravioli hands you gotta 
<laughs> oh my god i'm scarred for life they are they're like worse than you imagine <laughs> they're like so bad and it's like you're like this can't be real but it is it's kind of like if i know it literally is i thought that it was photoshop i did too it's like that scene in monsters inc when randall has that guy like in the seat and his the lips, lips get really like mm-hmm. big but it's like if he did that to his hands you guys know what we're talking about it's like the suck we'll machine <laughs> mm-hmm. you know <laughs> you know the one um <laughs> but yeah also more more on hands now aria is exhibiting two staples of the early 2010s fashion moments okay the first the mo- the more obvious feathers in the hair feathers in her hair yeah of course we all did it. It was a mistake for everyone. It was. Don't do but it. Then the second one, on her hands, she's doing the classic, four fingers the same, ring finger different color. Oh, my God! I did that every time I got my nails done. I know. Every time it I would was do like so popular. I would do like all black with like pink glitter ring finger. Ew. I know. No. Well, she's doing like she's doing like bright bright blue and then her ring finger is bright pink yeah it's it's gross i don't like that trend i'm sorry i just i just don't anymore but i did i i did it all the time um anyway so all the girls come out and they're talking first they're talking about how emily got this letter from the danby scout but it isn't like a hard commitment like he's not like yes you're in like yes we're gonna give you this money it's just like we're and very interested i know exactly and so she's emily's like, like a sophomore in high school right and she's like if i give this to my mom she's still gonna make me move she keeps saying how much i'm gonna like the rodeo to which i just want to say you know you can live in texas and not like the rodeo like there are other things in texas is big there are other things in texas why are we only talking about the rodeo why are we as a society Aria, only talking about that? <laughs> Aria has a really classic line where she's talking about that and she goes, or Emily's like complaining about it. And she goes, Em, I mean, there are other schools. She's like, like Hollis, for example. She, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, she's just like literally like, Emily, like, like, sorry. Like, why do we have to keep talking about it? Like you have to move. Sorry. Also Sucks. though, are we just like, are we just never going to address <laughs> like Aria Ezra scene? Was there no like repercussion for that in the last episode? The gigantic <laughs> well, apparently scene. Not. And here's another thing that kills me is okay, so we find out that well, everybody's talking about their after school plans. Everybody's busy except for Hannah. <laughs> and Arya is busy because she starts her class at Hollis this afternoon. Of course which she I does. have a question. I have a big, big question for you, Arya. The whole point of why you guys were so excited as we got this job at Hollis. Was that he was wouldn't so that be he your wouldn't teacher. be a teacher? <laughs> I at know a place where you learn, uh-huh. and now you're just doing that. You're just get like I'm sorry that defeats the she purpose. She can't but we get did enough. Learn. She's like it's too boring if like we can be together. Like it's too boring. Exactly. That needs to be star crossed. I d- exactly. Um. So shout out to Lissy. Um. She is my friend, Haley's. She's one of her bridesmaids. Um, and Lissy and I met a few times in college. Love her. Such a sweet, nice girl. She started listening to the podcast. And she actually messaged us and told us she was as shocked and disgusted as we are. The age of consent in Pennsylvania. Drumroll, please. It's 16. I told mom that. Ugh. Mom was 
shook to her core. I still think morally there's a problem. Like, well, I don't care if, if you're dating a 16 year old. I still think that, that there's something going on and I think it's not appropriate. And I think it should be illegal. Yeah, that was news to me. I thought it was 17, which I still think is too young. Anyway, so Ari is taking this class at Hollis and they're like, are you, is Jackie the teacher? And Aria's like, no, this is not about stalking. Okay. I just, you know, I'm taking this class. And if I happen to see Ezra there, then that's a plus. Okay. Whatever girl. So stupid. Then we have some like insane acting from an extra. An extra like opens the door, sees the four girls and like basically sneers, hisses, screams, cries, throws up on them. (laughs) She like gives them the nastiest look you've ever seen. And they just like scatter like a bunch of cockroaches. (laughs) I guess it's supposed to imply. Well, Aria and Hannah go back into the stall. I know. They're like not done, not done. But I guess, I I guess you're supposed to, you're supposed to be telling us that the teachers also know that these girls shouldn't be interacting. Oh, interesting she looks like she's a teacher oh i did not think so i think she's a student oh don't don't forget the teachers have their own bathrooms remember that (laughs) sorry and if you're on crutches you got to use the teacher bathroom i would know knows all about that (laughs) i would know attention i spent a long time on crutches in my life yeah she was that girl guys (laughs) i just love the drama i swear i don't love the drama (laughs) it loves me (laughs) <laughs> she was in nashville the other day performing taylor swift i had by the friends way. that were there friends that were there oh man was it like a at the ryman to hear her perform it was the songwriters awards Damn. and she won songwriter of the decade obviously. wow good for her and she performed well all too well and <gasps> gave a speech oh my god shoot me in the eyeballs did i not just crumble i did anyway then we go to the hallway the hallway <laughs> and toby is walking out and i this is the first episode in a minute like obviously we we are getting this from the context of the construction thing that rosewood still doesn't mm-hmm. like toby but this is the first time i'm really picking up on it again and this oh my god all the, the extras of, are of like series looking at him looking at him they're being so rude i'm like toby get out of the school spencer are we not a little bit embarrassed I, Spencer, this is unlike <laughs> like, you I would be like, Toby, you ha- you can't be here. Well, she's in her <laughs> reputation era, so not really. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I don't give a fuck. Oh, my God. She. Haters. Fuck off. She's like that. She's like, we were driving in a getaway car. <laughs> she's like, you're going to buy this truck. Is that going to be our getaway car? <laughs> Toby's saving up to get a new set of wheels because he's got this job offer, but he has to have his own set of wheels. So he found this so how is he- truck as a set of wheels. And it is, Spencer <laughs> takes a look at it. I have a feeling me thinks she's going to try to buy it for him um, because it's iconic, this truck. The alternative is that Ugh. he has gotten a job working at Jason De Laurentiis' house. And Spencer's like, no. No, I don't think so. No, that just isn't acceptable today. Like, not going to happen. You can't be over there. Which also, I'm like, Toby, why do you want to be over there? You were literally, like, <laughs> imprisoned for killing Jason's <laughs> sister. You were proven to be innocent. Why does Jason, but is it not a little bit sus to you, Toby, that the brother of the of the girl you were accused requested of killing wants to you hire specifically? you? Yeah. <laughs> to put you on scaffolding? I'd say like, my eyebrows understand. would raise. Yeah. It would be a convenient accident. But Spencer, he needs the money. Spencer's not stoked. And no. so we'll see what happens there. And then they, they have a kiss in the hallway. This which... gaggle of girls in the background. They're like covering their mouths. You're like <gasps> when they kiss. There's so much Toby hate in the hall. <laughs> I'm not 
here for it. Nar. And then we go to the courtyard and Hannah is eating alone. I know. No, it's really sad. I'm like, I'm like having flashbacks to. There's nothing that makes me want to die more than seeing someone eat lunch alone. Like in a high school setting. I know. It's sad. It's sad. And she also like, she's desperate for friends too. So like Lucas is walking by. I need to mention what, did you see his shirt? I don't yes. think you did. I don't yes, think I did. you did. What did it say? I love pie. No. But it's the number. No. I heart. No. That is what it said. No, Phoebe. No, Phoebe. Get the fuck out of here. Yes, it no, is. No, it, it is. And I'm about to tell you what it said. So shut the what fuck up say? and listen. <laughs> shut up and listen. With Lily Moskovitz. It says, so in the shape of the letter I, the word, the letters that spell nerds. So it's the word nerds, just vertical. And then a heart. It's supposed to be like the I, I heart New York shirt. Okay. So it's nerds in the shape of an eye. Heart. An apple. And then the pie symbol. Not the number. The you symbol. You know, I thought, I thought there was an apple. Nerds love apple pie is what that shirt says. Because, but I, in my, <laughs> in my mind, I was like, surely that's not what I saw. <laughs> surely like, I just Surely saw. I'm mistaken. <laughs> it is obstructed <laughs> by a cardigan. By his, of course. <laughs> I caught again. Wow, we are just and Taylor Swift era today. No cardigan. Okay. <laughs> um. So Hannah's we like, always Lucas. we go we both go in different directions. That's true. That's Every true. time we say the word, we're just cardigan. two ships passing in the night. She calls after <laughs> Lucas. She's like, "Do you want to hang out today?" And he's like, very casually says, "No, I have to take Caleb to the hardware store." Number one, why does Caleb need to go to the hardware store? He does not have a house. Number two. We find yeah. out that Lucas is is housing Caleb. Caleb he is staying there. Yeah, what does he need to fix? He's staying at Lucas's house. And Lucas just says it so casually to Hannah as if Caleb didn't just shatter Hannah's heart into a billion pieces. And so Lucas realizes that Hannah's not really allowed to hang out with her friends. So he's like, okay, you can come to your book after school. Yeah, he takes but pity like, on her. Wait a second. You just said you're going to the hardware store after school. Now it's your book? I don't know. Now you're a liar? Oh, you're a liar. Now it's the fall and we're sending the yearbook to print? Yeah, that is interesting. What about, what about the rest of the year? Again, no sense of time in this world. Right. In the world of right, Rosewood, right. no sense of time. Um, and that's... Their yearbook is actually like in Harry Potter, where you can oh, like... Oh, you can update so it. Like they the can just amend time. it. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. mm -hmm. um, so that's where we leave. I guess they're going to hang out. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Lucas is just being used over and over and over again. Poor thing. He's so hopelessly in love with Hannah. He's like, whatever you need, my queen. It's giving Dobby. He's like that. It's giving Dobby, but like less cute, less likable. <laughs> I saw wait. I mean, I saw a tweet that was like, Harry's better than me because if I saw this little thing in my room, I would have squashed <laughs> it with my bookshelf. I would have squashed it a hundred percent. No, I wouldn't have been like, let's hang out. I wouldn't have been like, you can stay. Certainly not. I would have been like, I'm calling an exterminator. <laughs> and then I would have seen it at school. I'm and actually I calling said, my mom and dad. Calling my mom and dad up here. Yeah. That was kind of mean. Yeah. To and they mean business. That was kind of mean. They mean freaking business. <laughs> Imagine saying that to Harry. Yeah, actually, if that was me. Harry, just call your mom or dad. <laughs> so I just want Arya and Ezra to know that they're still stupid. Like, they're still being super, super stupid. Right? Yes. They are on Hollis campus. And Arya... Wait, this actually... 
I have a little anecdote. Aria's like looking at her. I, I was hoping you did. <laughs> but I won't be posting it. <laughs> Aria's like, like, oh my gosh, if I say I lost my student ID, like, do you think they'll let me retake my photo? And Ezra's like, that's perfect. You look very studious. And she says, it looks like a mugshot. Well, that's what I said when I had my passport photo taken the other day. You guys, there is not a worse photo of me in existence. And there are some bad ones. Phoebe's seen. <laughs> Phoebe's used them against me. Guys. This photo of me. Guys. And Phoebe's about to back me up on this. I did my hair. I did my makeup. I like got ready. I was like, I'm going to have a good passport photo. I get in there. And you hear discrepancies online, like, can you have your hair over your ears or not? He's like, your hair has to be behind your ears. I'm like, okay, well, immediately, I don't know how I look anymore. So I put my hair behind my ears. I'm like, like, do we have a mirror? No, of course not. And then he's like, and you can't smile. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm going to make a face that I think will look good. And he takes it. And he's like, that should work. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm scared of this man. Um, because he's just being kind of a jerk and I'm scared of him. And so I'm not going to ask him if I can see it. It's not going to be like at the DMV where I asked for a redo and they were like, oh, of course. Still didn't like my photo, but it certainly didn't look like a mugshot the way this does. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. I showed Phoebe. She could not hold in her laughter. (laughs) Here's how this happened. We were at a wedding and Caroline had the picture. They gave me a copy I was like, are there any other copies of this? <laughs> she said, I'm going to show you something. And you can't laugh. And you can't react, actually, at all. Guess what she and did? My th- <laughs> she immediately well, reacted. Part of it was like, Cara, the way Caroline flashed it to me, like, it was like... <laughs> the way she flashed... Like, I barely even got to see it once, but it was enough. <laughs> <laughs> it is quite the picture yeah. but here's the thing about passport pictures you're so nervous and sometimes the people in your life don't do anything to make you feel better about it i have a story about when i got my passport photo taken oh so okay. the picture was fine i was in eighth grade so it didn't really matter but mom and dad took me and we were driving to the place and i have a really big fear of needles which you might think has nothing to do with the story <laughs> oh my god i remember this <laughs> And immediately I get in the car and we're like talking about it and my mom and dad go, so like Phoebe, like, how are you feeling about like having to get the chip? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, ha ha, very funny. And they were like, it's not, a, they like looked at each other and they're like, it's not a joke. And I was like, yes, it is. You guys are joking. They're like, no, ever since 9-11, <laughs> when you get your passport, they like chip you it's like an injection and they put a little chip in you to track you <laughs> and all of a sudden i believed it and was I, I began to panic <laughs> then we get there this is where the, the story because i'm still like no like no way i was kind of believing it but i was also like maybe we get there and i'm like certainly the the man that's going to take this picture is going to tell me that this isn't true <laughs> and so they we get ahead. back there we get back there and my mom goes, so, like, are you going to do the chip in this room? Or do you take her to a different <laughs> room to do it? And immediately the man goes, oh, no, but we'll just do it in here. <laughs> and we'll do it after the picture. <laughs> so, like, I, they, all three of these adults, these grown people, <laughs> and me, a 14-year-old, 
a smiling through tears in this passport picture. <laughs> you were smiling? And then, You're not allowed to smile. Well, the, I smiled at my picture. <laughs> he was probably oh. like, we're putting her through enough emotional distress. We don't need her to actually look distressed in the picture. And then I leave and no one really says anything about it. <laughs> like, it's just like, I just, no one was like, ah, oh, we got you. It was mm-hmm. just like, okay, you can leave. So that's my story. Also, Aria, to answer your question, if you lose your ID, no, they're not going to let you retake your picture. They're just yeah. going to reprint the picture that you took the first day because it's they're they're evil. Yeah, because they're evil. Yes, evil, rotten to the core, rotten to the core. Rotten to the core. They are walking through Hollis campus and Aria is like, she goes, it looks like I'm, it's a mugshot. And, um, you know, speaking of prison, I just got out of that other prison, um, you know, high school. <laughs> it's like, oh Ew. my God. How is that a, not an immediate ick for you? Ezra? I know. And so he's like, well, and she's like, do you miss it? And he's like, no, I miss you. And she's like, but isn't this so nice? Like I can reach for your hand and not be worried about anyone seeing us. And it's like, no, you still need to be worried. You idiot. You still need to be worried. And your dad works on this campus. 48 hours ago, he was a teacher at your high school. Everyone's going to know this was happening when you were there. Like it's still going to be a thing. Your dad works at this campus. You know, Ezra's ex-fiance works at this campus. Like let's just use our brains. Okay. Let's use our brains. You are obsessed with having one, so why don't you use it? You know what I mean? So then she and Ezra, like, kiss. And spotted by Jackie Molina, she sees it all go down. And I have a feeling she's going to have some questions. I also, I don't know why I thought Aria would be taking, like, mm, an English class at Hollis. And she's, like, so obsessed with it. She's taking a pottery class. We forget that Aria is an artiste, among other things. Mm-hmm. How and she could walks you in the forget? class. She's a little rude to the teacher right away. Teacher's like, oh, you can just get an apron and go. And she's like, uh, uh, okay. <laughs> she's like, has like a really shitty reaction to this normal thing. And there are all these people like gathered around someone. And Aria walks over. It's Jenna. Jenna is in the pottery class. What could be worse? What could be worse for Aria? Then Spencer's walking home in uniform from her field hockey practice, which is weird to me. And she's walking home past her neighbor's house so automatically she's not doing anything that weird yeah by the way her neighbor is jason de laurentis yes but here's here's why i'm confused for okay first of all she looks in the window and she sees a man pull the blinds shut and then she's assuming it's jason she turns around jason's right there and jason goes what are you doing and it's like okay calm down she's walking home she lives right there so then they get in a little altercation because spencer has seen someone in the window and she's like He's like, who are you waiting for? She says, Toby. And he's like, well, Toby's gone. And she's like, oh, well, I just, I thought you were staying here alone. And he's like, yeah, I am. But we've just clear as day seen that there's someone else in this house. Jason turns around, goes in the house. Spencer goes home and immediately calls Emily. And she's like, look, there is someone else in that house. He's lying about it. I don't know why. Can't you just come sleep here? But also when they're on the phone, Emily says a line that I really think she or someone has said before in the show she says sometimes when all you have is a hammer everything looks like a nail and i just really think they've they've said said exactly that but they've definitely said iterations of that i think they've said that exact quote which i just feel like Like, don't say it more than once here's how i would write it sometimes when you have a match everything looks like a candle well but 
It's not really the same effect. I'm <laughs> being so <laughs> mad that I said that, but it's true. I'm not taking it back. Why? It's not the same. A hammer is a very aggressive tool. You're like going to smash something with it because you okay, probably have anger. Not. Fire's not. Not if you're lighting a candle. I have a candle okay. lit right now. I wasn't sometimes, angry when I lit it. Sometimes when you're holding a match, everything no, looks like enough. kindling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe. It still is not the same. It just isn't. Sometimes well, when you're holding a toothbrush, everything looks like a tooth. <laughs> sometimes when you're holding a camera, <laughs> everything looks like a person. <laughs> Because that's the only thing that shows up in photographs is people. And we all know that. Sometimes, sometimes when all you're holding you is a paintbrush, everything looks like a canvas. Sometimes <laughs> when you want to sit, everything, everything looks, looks like, a, like chair. a chair. Sometimes when you got a hankering in your stomach for something delicious, everything looks like something delicious. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Um... Sometimes when all you got is a key, everything looks like a door. That <laughs> one might work for something else. For something else, of course. Anyway, Emily can't sleep over it. <laughs> She's backing up. Spencer then has a flashback. This flashback mm. disturbs me to my core. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Something sinister happened, and it's making me feel sad. So In Saucer Peter's again. I know. The acting Kills snaps it. all around, snaps all around. Meanwhile, Shane Mitchell and Troy and Belisario are acting like it is their first day on a movie set. Yeah, they are fighting for their damn lives next to her. It's like having Robert De Niro next to Lucy Hale. <laughs> <laughs> right. Robert De Niro would feel really weird about that. He'd be like, oh, man. No, I just mean like she's he's so such good. a good actor and she's I would, not. I know, but I was making a joke there. Of the, Oh, you were reversing she, he, the roles. He would be learning from her. Oh, understood, yeah, understood. <laughs> Aria, sorry, not Aria. Spencer and Emily are having like a movie night and you can hear this music. So there's like a big party going on at Jason's house or Allie's house because her parents are out of town. And Allie like comes over and she's like heated. She's obviously upset. She's wearing someone's Letterman jacket. It's definitely not her own. And she's like, can I just hang out here? Like, can I sleep here? I don't want to stay in there. There aren't enough locks on my bedroom door. Okay, that's a very concerning thing to say. Yeah, and it gets and worse because Sp well, Spencer's Emily's like, "Are like, they harassing you?" And she's, yeah. "What does she say?" Oh, she. I think she says, "Yeah." Or she's the only girl there. And she goes, "Of course." Yeah, because Emily asks, and she's like, "Of course." And she's so like the way she says it is really. It's so gross. Like, it makes something me feel so horrible. Quite icky. Something bad on, happened. Under the surface. Yes, and we know that these girls almost all of them are being taken advantage of by people older than them over and over and over again. So it's not insane for our minds to go there. So Allie then like grabs a drink. She grabs an apple. She goes over by the sink to wash the apple and she just like starts crying and you see her reflection in the mirror cry or in the window crying and the acting is so gorge. And of course, as soon as Spencer and Emily show up and they realize she's crying, she like bats it away and she has to put up like her tough girl facade again. And she says, she takes a bite of the apple and goes, Spencer, your family has the worst apples. <laughs> and she <laughs> throws, throws it in the into sink. the sink. <laughs> it's like, good for you. You know what? Know your worth. Don't eat that apple if it's not good. You save yourself for the right apple, Make Spencer Allie. eat it. Put it make you her, put you it know in what? As punishment, Bite make her side eat down. it. Like, you, you brought it here. You gave this to me. So she's like, I didn't. You brought it here. That's actually a fake apple. That's just for decoration. <laughs> she's like, that's why it doesn't taste good. <laughs> We're staging the house. 
anyway Spencer looks across the way and Jason is like putting newspaper over the window so no one can see in and they lock eyes for a minute um he's like Jason why are we acting so suspicious so suspicious so suspicious so we're in Emily's room Emily's mom sounds exactly like our mom she goes hey Emily have you tackled your closet yet have you tackled it yet (laughs) so funny literally so mom but also Emily you are moving slow as molasses because she doesn't want to fucking go she's like what is she gonna do still just like she if i'm not done packing what is she gonna do you know the phone is ringing and emily's almost like aren't you gonna get that and we see that it's the hastings house what i think is so funny took me back oh my god me too it's so funny because the caller id says hastings comma peter do you remember when it used to say like it was like a house phone and it's like the person that pays the phone bill it would always say Connell yes. Georgia or Connell Christopher. Oh my gosh. Now it says Connell I miss Caroline. that time. I miss when like I would have all my friends home phones I memorized. I know. I still do. Even though they've changed. Anyway, so it says Hastings, Peter. And at first I'm like, why doesn't she just tell her mom? Because she goes, it's Paige. And I'm like, is that better? <laughs> is it better no. that it's your like violent girlfriend or that it's your friend that you're not <laughs> supposed to talk to? <laughs> Spencer's like, do you remember that phone that night that <laughs> Allie crashed our sleepover? It's like, um, that's not that specific. Like that probably could have been a lot <laughs> no, of nights. You guys were friends. Yeah. You're, she's your neighbor. Like you, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so Emily's like, okay. And she's like, I think something, um, like really bad was going on between her and Jason. And she just, and she says like, what if, what was Jason doing the night Allie was killed? Which I did start thinking when we saw the flashback because Allie's like, I should call my grandmother because she would write him out of the will and he wants that money. So I was like, okay, there's a motive. If he thought she was going to do that, there's a motive to kill her. But I'm also like, why is this the first time we're asking this question? This is the first time we're asking where Jason He's was. He's like been estranged this whole time. Yes. We're just like. He's been like a villain from the get-go. And we're, mm-hmm. we haven't one time asked where he was seriously that's crazy and then we go to the yearbook room oh yes oh and lucas has a crush okay you're obsessed with lucas god it's more just, of like, this I have a soft spot for people like him what does that mean people Outcast. like him oh Outcast, oh popular <laughs> ah, okay now it's making sense <laughs> god bless no, i just have Outcast. empathy <gasps> The singing reminded me. How excited are you about uh, who's playing? I can never say his fucking name in Wicked, Fierro. Oh yeah, Fier- you can't say Fierro. Well, I said it just then, but in my head, I'm always like Fierio. Whoa, 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 whoa! Not even close to how it's spelled. It just sounded no, out. Know, like I always just get stressed. Just hey, Phoebe, just sound it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's like rule number one in reading: is just sound it out. Spelling too. Um, well, we know how I was. Quickly, can I say something that also the singing mm-hmm. made me think of? So our G-Daddy, sweet angel, we love him so much. G-Daddy. Mom's G-Daddy like, is our grandfather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom's like, Goo, uh, G-Daddy really wants you to sing at the wedding. Uh, my own wedding. Just so we're all clear, my <laughs> own wedding. I was like, okay, well, that's not happening. I would do anything for him except that. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not singing. She goes, well, he said he went to a wedding where the bride sang as she walked down the aisle. I was like, I would rather die. That will not be happening. Can you imagine? 
No, mom, I Caroline, paid for a string quartet for a reason. I think I'd pass out. <laughs> what would I sing? Don't rain like, my parade. <laughs> you'd have to. Okay, oh, bye. And you would. We would have to redo the wedding dress. What if I sang Pete Davidson by Ariana Grande? <laughs> I walked in like I thought she went into my mind. Look, <laughs> I thought she went into my life. Look at my mind. That's a great <laughs> omen for the wedding, for sure. Yeah. And Caroline is now going to walk down the aisle singing Pete Davidson by Ariana Grande. <laughs> um, Everybody's like, ooh. Yeah. Is, I was like, I will not be doing that. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? She's like, he really wants you to. And he's mentioned it to me a while ago. I thought we had table. Like, I, my whole life's been a performance. I'm taking the night off, actually. I can't imagine anything worse. Imagine you like walking with dad though on your arm <laughs> and like he just has to stand and walk next to you. I'm singing Poker time. Face by Lady Gaga. <laughs> Glee version. I'll get him high, show him what I got. <laughs> What's the jazzy version? Okay, so they're in yearbook class, yearbook room, whatever. And I guess Lucas, this is his signature move. Cause he did this to Hannah where he just like has a bunch of pictures of his crush, like set aside. He's like been examining. He did it to Hannah. <laughs> Remember he had all the pictures of her pulled up. Now apparently he's got all these pictures of this other girl and Hannah's like, who it like enough so that Hannah notices. And she's like, who is that? <laughs> and he's like, it's just this new girl. And she's like, well, what's her name? And he's like, Danielle. <laughs> she's like, well, why don't you ask her out? <laughs> she's just I'm like, Hannah, are you Lucas- dense? You of all people should understand why he's not just going to ask her out. And Lucas has this such pick me line, but it is the truth. I know. He says, Hannah, of all people, you should know my batting average. Well, before he says that, he goes, I'm not going to ask her out because I know where I stand on the totem pole of this high school. (laughs) That's the first one. And then he goes, Hannah, you of all people should know my batting average. Like, just like. Oh, it's like Lucas is back. Yep, line after cringy line. Lucas is back. Still in his shirt. <laughs> He's still wearing clothes, which <laughs> Phoebe's like, please take your shirt off. No. <laughs> He's like, do it. Take your shirt off. I just want to see if you're HOT. <laughs> Lucas, do you have a six pack? Take your shirt off. <laughs> Lucas, did they contour you? Like they contoured Ezra. Take your shirt off. <laughs> Phoebe, are you objectifying him? Oh my God, Phoebe. You're no better than the scum men of this world. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, where were we? I blocked out. <laughs> where was Spencer and Melissa now? Spencer and Melissa. Uh, God, yeah, Melissa did not go Melissa to the Caroline had... Connell school of being a big sister. But what's interesting is for a moment, I was like, maybe she did. You'd think. You'd hope. You'd wish. You'd be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you'd think. You'd hope. You'd wish. You'd be wrong. Uh, 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 ow, 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 ow. <laughs> oh my god, I knew it. It's got a tattoo on me. <laughs> this one's on my shin. <laughs> oh my god, ouch, ouch, stop, it's enough. God, my tattoo artist like did a design on this one, <laughs> it's actually like a swirl. <laughs> The crest of the Caroline School, big sister. <laughs> yeah, it says. It says. It's like in Harry. No, go ahead. It's like in Harry Potter when he when he's in detention. Is that how it feels oh, yes. for you? Yes. And Dolores Umbridge. I will like, not tell a lie or whatever it is. Yes, <laughs> yes. That is what it feels like, but that's not what it looks like. It actually looks like super hot. 
<laughs> it looks like a boutique <laughs> tattoo artist in New York City. Did it? <laughs> oh, right. Uh, okay. Shin. Is it like vertical like this? It kind of is in the Down. shape of a sperm whale sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> so vertical. Yeah, yeah. Some say vertical. I say um, like a sperm whale sleeping. <laughs> and if you know, you know. They're like, I'm like, okay, and do we want this horizontal or like a sperm whale sleeping? <laughs> okay, I'm cracking myself up. Spencer, basically, Melissa's still like furiously looking for her ring. It's like, girl, give up. Just give up. And also, where could it have gone? <laughs> like, oh, maybe on your little secret walk over to Jason's house. Like, why don't you retrace your fucking steps, Melissa? Anyway, Spencer wants Melissa to stay in the house because Spencer is She just wants scared. Spencer to see her looking. I yes, think is what it is. probably. Um, she loves the attention. But Spencer's scared. And this is where I like feel for her because imagine how scared you would be. How scared would you be if like the person living in the house next to you knows that you're on to them? You're now thinking maybe they're responsible for the murder of your best friend. You don't know what they're capable of. They're acting super suspicious and, and you're having like fights with them. And I forgot her house was broken into literally <laughs> yes. probably last night. Yes. They was like not talking and about to it. To me, it's, it's been crazy months. that Melissa, that Melissa like hasn't, like Melissa didn't sleep in, is, hasn't been sleeping in the house since that happened. To me, it's or crazy that, like, that it's only been a week since Ian went missing. Like, then you should understand why Spencer's still shaken up. I think Spencer's gotten over this pretty quickly, honestly. So she's like, you should sleep in the house. And and Spencer says to her, like, I just hope that you would choose to protect me instead of someone who's not me. And Melissa's like, oh, looks back at her with a line. blank stare. She has this line where Spencer goes, um, Melissa, I'm scared. Oh. You understand why I'm scared, right? And Melissa is just like, just says not, nothing. not responding. Mm-mm. And then Spencer has like this anecdote. She's like, do you remember like when that girl in elementary school or whatever, she hit me with a jump rope and I was scared to tell mom and I had this like red mark on my neck. And the next day you cornered her in the playground and told her that if she ever messed with me again, like blah, blah, blah. And she's like, do you remember that? Which is giving Caroline Connell. Yo, yeah. Oh my God. The things I've done. Actually, the things I've done (laughs) to like defend my sister's (laughs) honor when no one's asked me to. She's like, Melissa, don't you remember that? And Melissa says, no, I don't. Which is so And then she, fucked she gets up. even more, she gets bitchier because she goes, my husband's been missing for a week. Sorry, I'm not going down memory lane. Yeah. Or something like that. I'm not really it's interested. Like, Spencer's yeah. not either. That's just something that she remembers. Right. Spencer's trying to and say, like, remember like, when you were a, a good sister? sister? With you. Remember really? when you liked me? Remember when you cared about me? Is there any part of that still inside you? Like, that's what the point is. It's like if you have those sister instincts, those primal sister instincts, like let's now's the time to bring them back out. Like, come on. But that's just not in the cards from Melissa, the wench of Rosewood. The c- Rosewood. Perfect. <laughs> keeping it in. I'm keeping it in. No, beep it. Mom is so far behind. She's beep never it. Hear it. Liney listens. Um, so we're in Ezra's apartment. And Aria, just so many feathers, Phoebe. There are so many feathers in that girl's hair. Yeah, so many feathers. It's just too much for me. And then we're getting this side view where they're just really visible. And she's in tights. She is in tights. She's wearing a questionable outfit. It's like a homecoming dress, but then like lacy are tights. You? Yeah, it looks like it's like that type of dress. She's wearing a questionable outfit. Crazy. Oh. The tights are like those classic 
2010 tights are like they're like lace but they're like thicker you know what i mean like they were that weird material that i think were always ugly and never a good idea oh, like that knit material yeah almost like sweater but what I want to note about the scene, essentially they're just talking about how like Jenna being in this class might be an opportunity for them to mend fences and Arya's really not into the idea. She's looking at other classes to take and she's like, oh, I just can't wait get, to get out of high school. And I'm again like, Ezra, every time she brings up high school, how are you not literally like... I know, like if I'm Ezra, dying. I'm like, uh, could you stop talking about how you're in high school? Like, I don't want to literally. be thinking about that actively when I'm like naked underneath this robe in my apartment with you. Yeah. Instead, he sits on the couch and puts his, her legs over his. And we get a he, real insight he, into just how heavy oh. the three pounds that Lucy Hale is. He like, grabs just her by the ankles and just like tugs on he, her. He like, drags her. And she just. Like a literal like, rag doll. <laughs> she like scoots like super far and super fast. And she's like basically on his lap. And I'm like, okay, so mm-hmm. the girl just said, I wish I was out of high school. And now she's on your lap. And I'm just. It's where the, the that really the, got him going. <laughs> the judgment is poor. It's poor, but consistent. Yeah, but he's like telling her, you know, well, Jenna was there first again with this, like, because she's like, I want to take a different class because she's in this class, and he says she was there first, and again with this like defense of Jenna. Ezra is like Which team Jenna. Understand, and I know he doesn't but know the also, whole story, and like Arya can't tell him. No, he doesn't know about the videos. Because, like, now Arya has, like, a reason to hate Jenna other than that she's scared of Jenna. Now it's, like, Jenna Mm -hmm. did something, you know? Even if that didn't happen and it was just what Ezra knew, I still don't think it's the kind of thing that is, like, they're going to take a pottery class together and Jenna's going to be, okay, I'm cool with you. Yeah, well, and Ezra's, like, encouraging her to, to quote, make things right, which Arya is just not. But, again, this is a moment for Arya where, like, I understand why she can't make things right. And like, that's fine. But like, she does look very high school, very immature. Cause here's like your older yeah. boyfriend being like, just like make things right. Just make up. And it's like, he probably just looks at it like silly teenage girl drama. And I'm like, but you're into it. Mm-hmm. It's Gross. baffling. Then we move to the Marin kitchen. No, then we go to Spencer. Afternoon Marin scene. Oh fuck. Which this scene is Don't weird have. to me. Yeah, I'm like, I don't understand. Spencer's making toast. Spencer, who's supposed to be the smartest liar, keeps trying to use the toaster, not realizing that it's not plugged in, even though the outlet is directly <laughs> behind the toaster and visible. She cannot figure that out. She finally does in like the third time, picks up the toaster, and there's Melissa's r- wedding ring. But her reaction to the wedding under- ring... She just like looks at like it. Like she's terrified seconds. of it. It's like she just found a horcrux. <laughs> she's like, ah! And then she's like looking at it and she's like, oh my God, please go away. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't know if she's like, number one, I don't really know why she would contemplate telling Melissa or not. I also don't know if she's like, if she's like thinking about like, how did it get there? Why didn't she find it yet? Like all this, I don't understand. None of those thoughts make sense to me with the level of drama she's bringing to this. Like, she's like, oh my God, like, what do I do? It's like, well, you knew her ring was missing. And you knew she hadn't found it yet. And now we have found it. And okay. <laughs> so like, just tell her you found it. Yeah, Everything seems pretty normal. It's to bizarre. Me. Then we go to the Marin's. But then we do go to the Marin kitchen and it's a Marin afternoon scene. What the fuck is his name? Tom. Tom. Tom is on the porch and he's just like screaming basically about like, the, he's just in an argument with someone with on his, the phone. With his new wife. In. 
with Hannah's yes, new mom. I am. I mean, I think the viewer knew it was clearly Isabel, but Hannah goes, "Who was that?" I know. Did you think it? Did you think it was Ashley? Yeah. Well, I kind of think she did think that because then she's like, "Where's mom?" And he's like, "Well, she's not Please here." And she's like, "Well, where is she?" Yeah, I know. And I just this is bumming me out because what Tom does, and he's so manipulative. He's like, "Oh, I've been fighting with Isabel. Like things are just a little bit tense right now, and like she thinks the wedding like, should shut be this." Up. Don't tell her. It's that. like, yeah, Hannah doesn't need to know. Ashley doesn't need to know. And also, it's like. It, that's why you're here like you'll take the attention wherever mm-hmm. you can get it and like you're just a piece of shit Gross. where he's like well things aren't great there so i'm glad i have your mom to fall back on like you know what i mean uh, a pig a pig then we go oh emily to emily's car emily 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 this is i don't think so this is like a, a gigantic leap for Emily from where we were. Yeah, like this is like, like a full yeah. scholarship. Emily's forged a letter. And no one nudged her to no, do it. No, no one. Like you'd think maybe Hannah, it was like when they made the Facebook page to see Jackie where like maybe someone was like, well, you yeah. could just like fudge the truth a little bit. No. An Emily independent was like, oh, decision. Yeah, I'll do it. Also like, why does she want to stay so bad? Like I know like you don't want to move. Wah, wah. Is this because of Samara who we haven't talked about in two episodes? Like, where is the earth? Like, no way. why is it this big of a deal to you? Like that you're willing to make up a lie this big. She forges a letter from the Dampy Scout saying, we're going to give you a full scholarship. If you continue to swim at Rosewood. Girl, your grades better be spick and span. Like, that is so much to bank on. Even if you are the best swimmer in the world, like to say that I'm going to get a full scholarship from this exact school. And like, like write that down and, and assume that in two years you can make that a true statement. Like we went, we, we jumped really far with this, Emily. I'm sure I'm, I'm scared for you. You know, and Hannah's like, Oh my God, I love it. Let me see if I have a stamp. Hannah, why would you have a stamp? You of all people, why would you have a stamp? <laughs> <laughs> what are you mailing for times like these? Like I have a pen pal. For times like these. <laughs> what if Hannah had a secret pen pal? Who do you think it would be? Where would they be from? I don't know, but what was the obsession with pen pals when we were younger? Mom wanted us all to have 500 pen pals. I never had a pen pal. <laughs> <laughs> you never had a pen pal? No. Did you? Um, yeah. Caroline one time received a piece of hate mail on <laughs> American Girl Doll stationery. This was real hate mail. This... <laughs> this is in third grade it was like well this girl had been just like blackening my name in the schoolyard i don't know this is what this girl had against me but she was like telling everyone she was like gonna kill me and that she like hated me and whatever and then like i had these girls who were like we're your bodyguards (laughs) (laughs) similar to now similar to now (laughs) yeah not much has changed and then like the girl who was threatening to kill me like caught on that like I, I think my body ours like, approached her or, like said something to her so then she like gives them a letter to give to me and it's yes yeah, on American Girl stationery and it says like Caroline I'm sorry that I called you a bitch like blah 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 we're in third grade and at the very end of it it's like you can call me a bitch if you want because I called you one and it was just this big long thing that was like you're a bitch who was the mean girl like who who was it what do i know them no you definitely don't but then i like (laughs) 
she I get this letter and I like immediately march right up to my teacher and I'm like, just got this from her. <laughs> Caroline <laughs> and, was and so the other girl got in a lot of trouble, obviously. Like she got called to the principal's office. Cause she called me, she's life. in third grade calling me a bitch. Are you crazy? <laughs> Who does that? Are you crazy? <laughs> insane. <laughs> Are you <laughs> insane to think she'd win against me? Even in third grade, I was powerful. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I had a pen pal. Um, <laughs> I had a few. Okay, so we start with a sweet little working scene between Jason and Toby, where we like really see a different side of Jason, like a nice guy. And he even tells Toby that like he never believed Toby had anything to do with Allison's murder and just thought Toby was like in the wrong place at the wrong time. So it's just really totally different than anything we've seen from him. Jason's for sure got a soft spot for like the misunderstood teen because I, that's what yeah, he was. Yeah, I guess he feels like he relates. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He's so hot. They both are. He's like oiled up. No, but here's the thing. I'm like, I know I'm going to get hate for saying this. I'm sorry to everyone. Keegan Allen's face is not attractive. He's like, like it just is like hot, ugly. I get, I mean, Jason, it's like, his body matches his face. Keegan Allen, it's like, I see his body and then I see his face. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just don't think he's attractive at all. You just said, I see his body and it's like, oh. And then I see his face and it's like, <gasps> jump scare. Well, I did. Well, I'm just telling you how I kind of felt, <laughs> which that is how I kind of felt. And so mm-hmm. I make no apologies. Um, so anyway, Spencer shows up. And she came through the Jason woods. like goes in the house. <laughs> well, she's like foraging. She comes through and Jason goes, Melissa. And then Spencer goes, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, just me. And why would you think it was Melissa? Yeah, immediately. And I'm like, girl, please. <laughs> Spencer is always on guard. <laughs> she needs a crate. She needs crate time. <laughs> she's always on duty. <laughs> My mom's dog trainer was like, you need to get crates for the dogs. These dogs who are spoiled rotten. So mom gets some crates and he's like, you know, when dogs have crate time, it's like their only time to relax and like take off their worker cap and like be (laughs) off duty because anytime they're out of the crate, they can't relax totally. Like they feel like they are on guard and they have to like be on duty to like take care of you. And so when you let them go in their crate, it's like a gift to them, like sleep and like be off guard. And so like it's do like, their hobbies and like, yeah, learn do their hobbies, paint. Yes. Um, they might learn a language on Duolingo, uh, sponsor us, <laughs> <laughs> but, but Spencer needs crate time. Yes. Hashtag crate time for Spencer. <laughs> Jason goes into the house, to get a drink or something. And he comes out with a bunch of trash and he offers up information he doesn't need to offer up. He says, I no. would let you guys inside, but. It's a little crazy in there. And then he drops his It's like trash. no one asked to come Literally, in. Nobody. Spencer and Toby are just talking. Toby's doing yard work. Yeah, it's like I don't think they want to. Like, of course to. he's not going to go in Toby your house. Toby just said he didn't <laughs> want to take a break. Yeah. And then he drops all the trash and all this Chinese food pops up. But then also all this gauze with blood. And Jason X could not act more suspicious. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, I um, cut myself. But also I want to say, like, this is very fresh blood. It is bright red. Yeah, and so why didn't it's not we, like, like from a dead body he's been storing, Spencer. And why didn't we tie the garbage bag before we went outside? <laughs> Haste makes waste. Literally. You heard it here first, you know? You know. Um, <laughs> anywho, 
Then we go back to the pottery class. And I just have to say, I love that Aria is fucking terrible at this. Like she <laughs> cannot, she cannot make this pottery. A win for the common man. Aria a win. is bad. I love to see her fail. Um, she's also <laughs> she's just not good at it. Bitchy as ever in this scene. So Jenna gets up mm-hmm. and she like knocks something over. And the teacher goes, hey, you, what's your name? Aria doesn't answer for like a good 20 seconds. And then she goes, yeah, the teacher definitely uh, does not like Arya. Well, I wouldn't. She's been nothing but mean to her. She says her name's Anita. So she's she's under an alias. And <laughs> she's, she's like, well, can you go help Jenna, like, pick this up? And Arya, like, literally still doesn't. And the guy next to her is like, I'll do it. I just don't get <laughs> like, why everybody didn't, like, jump up to help the blind girl, though. Everyone, like, gasps and looks at her and does nothing. It's, it's like, like she you can't, don't all know she's a bad person. She can't To you, she's just up. a girl who can't see. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly it's like crazy finally this scene i love when this happens in movies or tv shows because it would never in a gazillion years ever or in a yearbook lab and like everyone's kind of doing their own thing but that girl danielle that lucas is into is like working on something so hannah goes over to her and she is like playing wing woman of the year and she's like and lucas doesn't even know it yeah asking like all about all these pictures and she's like oh lucas just took so many great pictures but (laughs) if we don't use them he'll probably just sell them on ebay and it's like (laughs) that was a real turn on for me when i found out he sold things on ebay this will work for her yeah and then but i'm also like girls like why would they want a picture of the choir and she goes they're gonna be collector's items one day oh my god and then the girl goes who's lucas (laughs) (laughs) oh because and oh, oh yeah and then hannah goes that's my friend over there well I, I guess he's my friend, but I wanted it to be more than friends at one point. I mean, but he is my friend now, but yeah, I just couldn't keep up with the competition. And the girl's like, huh? <laughs> She's like, Hannah, this is like verifiable. That yeah. This is false. Literally. And the girl's she like. She could ask one other person and they'd be like, who? Yeah. Well, they'd probably say who. And then when they found out, they'd be like, ew. Yeah. The girl is like, what competition Hannah's like I mean every other girl in the 11th grade it's like okay Hannah again you're doing what Emily did where you're just like jumping way too far like you ran way too far with this because that is now completely unbelievable every girl in the 11th grade huh come on that's shocking to me Um, even Emily (laughs) yeah yeah huh think I found a hole and you're oh my god yeah keep them coming how about all your friends with boyfriends Hannah Wow. Yeah, what about Spencer? What about Aria Aria, dating her English teacher? You really think she's into Lucas? (laughs) Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? (laughs) Ever heard of what? I don't know. It. (laughs) So Spencer, (laughs) and I'm still like confused as to why this is happening when I'm watching this. She takes Melissa's ring to a pawn shop to sell it. What is with the liars in this episode? Here's the thing though. Like when I realize why she's doing it, I don't, I still, that doesn't answer why she looked at it for so long. Because I can't imagine that, like, that was the first thought to pop into her head. I mean, it seems that it it was. (laughs) Like, it has to be why. (laughs) It's just crazy. Like, But she looked at it truly like it was horrifying. Not like, oh, light bulb. I know. But also, (laughs) didn't she only get $2,000 for it? Let me tell you, that ring is way more than $2,000. And so is the truck like inflation inflation am i right um anyway the whole time she's 
selling it, I guess someone's watching because as she's leaving, we see like someone watching. And she's also told the pawn shop guy she's going to come back on Monday what, to like buy it back. Yeah, I think it's just like she needs the cash and it's insurance for him in case she doesn't come back. He mm. has this now. Okay. But if she comes back, then he can give it back oh. to her if, if she has. She needs the money, though. So I don't yeah. know how she plans to get $2,000 in cash again. I know. I don't know either. Anyway, so someone's watching. We then go to the hall. <laughs> And Lucas, like, confronts Hannah. He's, like, on fire, confronts her at her locker. He thinks that there's an ulterior motive. He's like, what's the angle? What's behind this? And Hannah's like, I just wanted to do something nice for the person that I care about. And he's He's basically like, like, since when? Yeah. (laughs) You know. Which, like, (laughs) I mean, fair. Yeah. But she uses the quote that her mother said to her, which was, Lucas, people change. Or people change and they grow. Things change and people grow or whatever. And it's like exactly what her mom said about her dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girly and stuff. I'm like, no, 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 Hannah, Hannah, Hannah. You're not like him. Don't take that. <laughs> like, Don't take that piece of advice because your mom meant it about your father, who we don't love. <laughs> like, we don't love Tom. But she's basically like, Lucas, I'm, I don't want to be known for my biggest mistake. And I need you to understand that like people can change and grow. And I did. And I just wanted to do something nice for you. So it seems like he maybe believes her now. I'll let you take this one. Um, Emily is in her room looking at the Danby letter and like getting it ready to pretend that it was sent to her house. And when she, her mom then comes in and is like carrying this box of a bunch of old like baby clothes and all those things. And Emily goes, you want me to give that away? And then they have a really tender moment. They do. And it's like, where was this last season? Because Pam Fields is like pulling out all of her childhood stuff and she's like getting all emotional. And she says, Emily, I just keep thinking about how hard it must have been for you to hide who you were and think that I wouldn't love you if I knew the truth. And Emily's like, well, I don't feel that way anymore. And she's like, I know you don't anymore, but it was a long road getting here, wasn't it? And it's like, <laughs> it's like finally you see and like Emily starts crying and it's just like this. And then her mom's like, why don't you just finish your homework? Let's go out to dinner and it obviously makes Emily feel the way we feel. Which um, is like the Danby letter is stupid. And she stops what it you're doing. Yeah. And throws it in the trash. <laughs> so, but Hannah I guess she would feels be very disappointed. Guilt. Hannah would be very disappointed. I mean, all the liars really would be. But also, you know, we were talking about earlier how like Arya is like, just go, like, just move. Who cares? That's this too, because Arya tried so hard to tell Emily not to send it. And Hannah's like, do it, do it. But <laughs> everyone wants Emily to stay except Arya. Arya's like no you definitely shouldn't give this to her like if you have to move you have to move (laughs) even though Emily doesn't compete for attention in any way she's the most passive character I know anybody that breathes is a threat to Arya and probably like she probably sees everybody that breathes as as a threat she's like I don't have the bandwidth to take on everything you're bringing to the table right now Emily so if you move I think it'll be better for me personally and then our friends can Literally. have more energy for me and like giving me attention and helping me with my problems, which are the biggest problems. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, oh my God, <laughs> we see coming down a dirt road, a dirt colored truck, which is super cute in this context, but it's actually kind of an ugly truck. Anyway, I think it's adorable for them. 
And it's the truck that Toby showed Spencer earlier and Spencer's driving it and Toby sees it and the look on his Oh my God, it is a cute moment. He, it is precious. And he like walks up to her and he goes, how am I going to pay you back for this? And she's like, well, you have a job to get to tomorrow and all this stuff. And he goes, I love you so much. My God, and it's their first I love you. And he says, I love you so much. And Spencer says, I wanted to say oh. it first. Which is I know, classic. so classic. She's like, hey. Oh, it's so <laughs> she gets like mad. <laughs> and then they, then they start making out and Jason's watching the whole thing. We see. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so first of all, I have to say, Hannah is wearing a classic early to mid-2000s shirt and I hate it. It's one of those shirts that is striped, but like one stripe is like a really pretty color and the other is like that sweatshirt gray do you know what i'm talking how would you describe yeah, it like a, i think it's called a, a heather gray maybe yeah like a heather gray but it like looks like it's got like black in it too yeah, i think that's what that is i'll post a picture but and it's that material it's really ugly it's like stretchy but in a way that is still form fitting and just mm-hmm, makes mm-hmm. none of it's you that look knit good. kind of yeah that and i wore a lot of those shirts yeah me too and I hate, I think they're so ugly. I still and love I think a I thought they were ugly then too. I know you do. Anyway, she comes home and her mom and her dad are on the porch drinking wine and like cracking the heck up, having a jolly old time. And then Hannah looks at her dad's phone. Is that right? And sends a text. I don't remember what the text said, but it's to Isabel. Oh my God. No, she doesn't send a text. Her dad gets a text from Isabel. It says, T, I'm, I take it all back. I would marry you in like, a garbage dump or whatever i love you and hannah like looks out at her parents having a great time and deletes the text off her dad's phone phoebe completely black like completely blocked that out well i just think i went to the bathroom and then i okay so you didn't even watch i just thought for a second well no i was you're completely checked out and this is our job no (laughs) no Anyway, it's ballsy. All these ballsy moves from the liars this episode. I know. It's a lot. This episode was had me on the edge of my seat, except for when I went to the bathroom. <laughs> anyway, then... Phoebe went to the bathroom because in case she got so excited and scared and surprised that she pissed herself, she'd already be on the toilet, so it wouldn't <laughs> be like shit. a major issue. What? Is that not true? <laughs> Is that not why you went? No. Oh, Phoebe, it's okay. <laughs> oh my god just come right. on uh, you got me anyway <laughs> then we go to we go to emily's house again and her mom like is like emily look what came and emily is like literally paralyzed you just fear. know her stomach because dropped she's like, i would be beside myself and it's like I, oh honestly it's like so obvious this is what was gonna happen she's like emily why don't you Come open on, it so emily opens it and she immediately <laughs> recognizes, like yeah, she recognizes her very own writing <laughs> because she wrote this letter <laughs> not this guy from what Nambi. if she was like oh my god what if like we could I tell know. through her acting that she thought that like she actually got that's the what letter. i'm saying like what if she, she was she like could have just pretended because oh she didn't send it she could be like, oh my God, and like completely pretended like she had no idea how it got there. No, but what if what if in her heart of hearts No, I know what you mean. But I'm saying an option for her would have been to just like believe that. To not be stupid about it. Yeah. Then she goes upstairs and listen, I know I'm not the brightest bulb, but we all know. But I I must say I don't think my first 
instinct would be to run upstairs and check my trash where I left the thing for an hour. She was already in her room. I guess she's checking to see. No, I think she didn't go upstairs. It's all happened in her room. Oh, but my favorite line from Mrs. Fields is she goes, oh my gosh, we have to Skype your dad (laughs) and you can show him right on the computer. Like, is this a Skype ad? Maybe you can show him right on the computer. It's like we're living in the future. Um, One day this is going to be very important. Anyway, Emily finds in her trash a note from A that says, you can't play cat and mouse if the mouse lives in Texas. I need you here, Em. Congrats. I think Skin got some inspo from that message. Perhaps. Yeah. Why is A in the house? Why can A just come and go so freely throughout their houses? It makes sense the first time. I know. But this time... How I'm do like these that. girls sleep at all? How do they not all have night terrors? I'd be like, Mom, please, we can't get to Texas fast. No, enough. literally, I yeah, I'd well, be like, get Spencer me the did fuck have out one. of here. We literally started the episode. No, I know, but I don't know how they're all not having them. <laughs> well, that's true. Maybe Spencer's just the only one making a big deal about Perhaps. it. Perhaps. Okay, so then we go to Aria. <laughs> I mean Anita. Sorry, I mean Anita. Yeah, she's and a, Jenna. She's she's it's her alter ego now. Yeah, and Anita's like helping Jenna pick everything up and jenna's like if you could clean it up that'd be great <laughs> which i uh, okay yeah like i'll say I it. Underst- jenna's being kind of understand rude. why like obviously <laughs> she can't, obviously she can't see but it's like the way she's talking to anita well at first i was like oh does she know that's aria already and she's like purposely being a bitch because i feel like she's being a bitch yeah I but agree. then I we realize she does not know that's Aria. No. <laughs> that's just her personality so aria sets up that's why no one helped her it is like a, a lantern that is, she she has made this thing that she can put a, light a candle in that'll she'll be able to see the shadows a little bit, and Jenna she will. likens it to when she was a kid. Yes, and so she has already set this all up for her, or Anita, and then she has this monologue. During this monologue, the shadow of the lantern creates a shadow <laughs> on Jenna's face that makes her look like an alien. An alien creature. One thousand percent. Phoebe actually texted I me during it. I wouldn't be able to not laugh. It was like shadows <laughs> making her look like, and then we'll post the picture. Of course, it's it's like a dead <laughs> ring. I'll do this side by side. You won't believe it. It's it's completely. <laughs> you, won't believe your, you won't believe. You won't believe your, your alien eyes. <laughs> anyway. You won't believe your extraterrestrial Literally. eyes. Real eyes. Real extraterrestrial eyes. Real eyes. Real eyes. Yeah, heard it first. first. Then Ari is just, so Ari is like listening to Jenna this monologue. Jenna's talking about being a kid at the bottom of the pool and seeing like the light reflect and like the way that looks. And she starts like crying. She like bursts and into Aria tears. And empath. Aria and empath can't help <laughs> but but comfort. She her. just feels things so deeply. And then Jenna goes, Jenna's like, tell me what y- what you see or like what it looks like or tell me what it makes you think of. And Aria starts talking and like Aria's been trying not to talk. Because she knows Jenna will recognize Which her is smart. voice. But Arya can't help but talk about herself. Yeah. So this was really hard mm-hmm. for her. So she starts talking. As soon as she was asked a question about yeah. her, it was like immediate. Yeah. What did she say? She just, I don't know. It doesn't matter. She's explaining what it looks like. And okay. Jenna's like, Perfect. she's not really talking about herself. She's just explaining what it looks like. And Jenna's like, Arya, answer me right now, Arya. <laughs> She's ready to fight. And Arya's like, yeah. Turn it off. And then she literally tells her to blow the candle out. And they're just in pitch black darkness together. It's like, Jenna, it doesn't make a difference to you, actually. I know, but, but how is Arya going to get out? <laughs> I mean, literally, like, 
I'm sorry. If neither of you can see, neither of you is getting out. And that's just that. You you kind of need Aria mm-hmm. right now at the moment. So and then we go to her, a scene that I think is so funny. We've got all the girls in Spencer's room. Lights are off. And they're all talking about this pottery class and Jenna, like this whole thing. And then Spencer looks out the window. We see Melissa like walking up to the house. And Spencer goes, she's on the move. <laughs> <laughs> she's on the move. That is so I'm funny obsessed. for some reason. She's on the move. Uh, and then Melissa like, oh. <laughs> Melissa almost sees her. I know it, it seems walking. like she does kind of because she like Melissa like yanks her head up at the window where Spencer is. Yeah. Um, but so they all go down to follow Melissa to see what she's doing. And you would not believe it. You would not believe your eyes. If I gave you 10 guesses, I don't think you'd guess who gets out of this car. No. Gosh, the showrunners just have a way of doing that too. Yeah. Keeping you on your toes. He was probably like one of the only actors they could get. <laughs> They're like, are you like, free? Well, you'll like, do anything. He's like, you keep asking me to come back. I mean, I'm always free. It's Ren. Yeah. In a scrubs. In a scrubs. She's coming from work. In Philadelphia, if I remember correctly. <laughs> and he's giving yeah. Melissa like a package. And Spencer's first thought, it's painkillers. <laughs> like, and, and Hannah goes, and Hannah goes, Melissa Hannah goes I didn't know. <laughs> And Spencer goes, no. It's like, Melissa's pregnant. It'd be for Ian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we're like, oh, how are we supposed to follow your train of thought? Your unhinged train of thought. <laughs> Spencer makes Ian, 16 duh. leaps. <laughs> Spencer makes like 16 leaps in one direction and expects that everybody else has come with her. Literally. Queen and then she starts of talking to everybody's on the same page. She's like, come on. And then getting mad when people don't, haven't gotten there. Yeah, completely. Because it's an absurd place to be. Yes. So they don't know what the package is. Melissa and Ren almost see the girls, but they don't, and Ren leaves. So you really aren't left with any answers, I guess. We'll hopefully find out, but we do have an A scene, and again, I thought this might happen. A is making moves this episode. That was a good call. Yeah. A is on the grind. A took a five-hour energy today. Yeah, A is uh, on some skin shit. Yeah. A is on the... (laughs) (laughs) A good skin care routine. Mm-hmm. A, it sounded better in my head. <laughs> A is buying A is, that ring. A is yeah, buying Melissa's wedding ring. being a dick about it. He is. He's, well, he's being nice multiple to digs at Spencer. I'm like, if but you're... But it's like literally been a day since she's been gone. The guy and the guy goes, feeling like, she figured wasn't she wasn't coming yeah, out. It's like, well, what did you think? She was like selling it for drugs. Does she seem like the type? Like, did she seem like the type who needed money? Like, she came in in a fucking Tommy Hilfiger outfit. <laughs> yeah. I also wanted to note... That she is, when she like runs across the driveway to hide in the bush, mm-hmm. she is in a Kiera Knightley Pirates of the Caribbean jacket or like Les Mis style jacket. Oh. Or even like, I don't know, a ringleader style jacket. And ringmaster? Seeing her run. Like at like the a circus? A circus. Yeah, that'd be a ringmaster. I think it'd be a ringleader. Phoebe, it's a ringmaster. No, you're gaslighting me. That's not Phoebe. True. Are you kidding me right now? Google it. Um, like, I will. Oh, there's the ringleader. Nope. <laughs> no. Like you're kind of like the ringleader of a group, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's what that means, Phoebe. I would. I, know, but that's be, I would not be doubling down. From. No. Where does that saying come from then, Phoebe? I just googled ringmaster. Well, I'm sure they mean the same fucking thing, but Google ringleader, Phoebe. You need to stop. I'm telling you that you're wrong. I don't believe that I am. In my head, it's a ringleader. The meaning, the first thing that comes up is a Webster dictionary. 
It says the meaning of ringleader is a leader of a ring of individuals engaged, especially in improper or unlawful activities. Sounds like a circus to me. No. And then, and then underneath it, it says ringmaster circus. Listen, I don't really care. I'm going to call it a ringleader. It's not right. But I guess. And you just tried to fight me so hard. Admit that you're wrong. No. Phoebe, you're wrong. Because I'm going to continue to call it a ringleader. But that's not right. I just well, told you. Really you. Myself, I don't find myself talking about certain But admit that you're wrong. Stop pretending you're right. Because no. you're obsessed with me being wrong. Okay, but so you I don't want to. are wrong. And I want you to admit okay, it because well, I don't want you to keep well, embarrassing you yourself. Well, you can know that then. Everyone knows it now. <laughs> Everyone. Everyone. Everyone in the world that listens to this podcast. Yes. People internationally now know this. <laughs> anyway. No, I'm, I'm not letting this go. Are Girl, you really I'm not fucking doing it? <laughs> Do you really still no. think that you're right? Well, I just don't think I'm wrong. Phoebe, is this happening right now? I live like 75% of my life being wrong about almost everything. So then why so, can't you just admit that you're wrong about this? Because I don't want to. Because do you don't think life. you're wrong still? <laughs> So A is behind <laughs> the ring. Oh my god, I'm so annoyed. I can't believe it. And the guy you. continues to be like such an asshole about it. And then that's the episode. Caroline, do you want to read the synopsis? <laughs> You're mortified, right? Because you must be. No. Because, the, oh my god. <laughs> do you think you're right still? No, Caroline, I told you I didn't. I told you. So that. you think you're wrong? But I also don't think I'm wrong. <laughs> you I are think there's wrong. a gray area. Okay, oh fuck my off, god. Caroline. A gray area. <laughs> there is. I know there's not. I can't believe this. All right. Next episode. It is Ringmaster. Next episode. Okay. Blind dates. Lucas starts to unravel. As the <laughs> that is so insensitive. <laughs> there is a blind character on the show. Okay. Can I just continue, please? Oh, my God. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> Lucas starts to unravel as the date with his new dream girl approaches, so Hannah feels the need to help him out. With Emily's mother blaring about her scholarship, Emily is at the edge of spilling the truth behind the fake letter. That's some dumb shit, girl. You should have never written it if you were going to just tell the truth. What was I going to say? Can you? Okay, so that was the episode. That was the synopsis. Can you guys tell that tensions are high? <laughs> Oh, between me and Phoebe? Yeah. Why? Why are they high? Because you, you can't just let someone be. I you, can't just let someone thing. be. It's not It's not that I won't admit that I'm wrong. Because I do that frequently. In this instance, I don't want to. <laughs> For some reason, unbeknownst to me. But what I will say about Caroline is she has to be right. Well, but I <laughs> am right. She has to prove people wrong. It's not about anyway, I have it's to like, be why right. Are it's you like, so I am right. <laughs> i know but like why do you, so you know i'm right so then you no, know you're wrong I, no i do i do think you're right but i don't think i'm wrong yeah, but you are you're because doing this i think that the term now no i'm not i'm yes, not you are you trying think, to make me mad i think the term ringleader is derived from ringmaster i mean okay maybe but i have no idea if that's true but it's ringmaster. It's not the ringleader of the circus. It's the ringmaster of the circus. Go watch The Greatest Showman. Well, Guys, can you just, I mean, just admit that she's wrong? Since she won't. <laughs> All right, I have to go. Well, can you sign off? <laughs> can you sign off already? 
Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> that was not satisfying. I don't care. I'm so annoyed. I'm annoyed with you. <laughs>